0: Well, really looking forward to this interview because the lady we're talking to now is a beautiful person and a very, very talented broadcaster as well. And uh, her name is uh, getting more prominent, Uh, more and more events you see going on, just not around New Zealand, but around the world as well. Uh, On Wednesday nights, you can catch uh, Laura McGoldrick's uh, new show, The Women's Game on Sky Sport. Uh, So uh, let's find out a a wee bit about what uh, Laura McGoldrick's been up to. Uh, Laura, good morning to you. Lovely to catch up.
1: Good morning. So, thank you for that beautiful introduction. I'm uh, that means a lot to me. Thank you. I've got young Teddy Duffel in the back with me uh, as we join
0: this interview. So it's Laura and, and Teddy as usual. Sure you get a two for one today. <laughs> Laura and Teddy. Uh, Laura's been. Uh, you've been in South Africa, yeah? What were you doing there? Yes, Billy. I was over there
1: for the ICC. T Twenty Women's World Cup, um, which was, oh, it was it was amazing. We we actually all of the commentators talked about how much we missed you over there. Um, it was amazing. I'd never been to South Africa before. What an incredible experience! A great cricket was played. I wish more great cricket was played from our white Um But Australia took it out just um, last so yesterday overnight, um, and I mean they were always going to be the team to beat. that tournament they're so good. But it was great to see them
0: Africa break that, getting into the finals drought and making their way into the finals. It was a sellout crowd uh, at Newlands Cricket Ground, and it was great.
1: To see. It was very really cool to be part of. <laughs> the bus is mine. <laughs> Teddy got to win the. Yeah, good on
0: you, Teddy. Good on you, boy. Yeah, still to smithy. Yeah, good on you, mate. Right, okay, Teddy. Uh, uh, can we kind of just borrow mum for a second, Teddy, if I just could? I want to ask her, too. Oh,
1: yeah, I've got you. I'm snuck him
0: out. I'm sneaking. I'm sneaking away now. We're good. <laughs> That's good. Uh, right let's uh, let's chat about uh, Super Rugby or picky of course, which you've got a vested interest in as well, uh, Laura. Um, tell us uh, about what you've made up, There are criticisms. It's only a five-week competition, but that will grow, won't it?
1: Yeah, it definitely will and I think they've done a great job I mean, it's great to see that they are getting things underway again and my team getting their first win in the tournament over the weekend was amazing over the Blues I mean, that was a a huge moment for for us, um, I've got two fans after last year. There has been a lot of talk, and we talked about it with the Month and uh, Ruby Tui on the women's game last week. Talked about it, how it's too short a competition, it's too short a build-up, and girls could be getting you know, seriously hurt um, because they just don't have that prep time that the men get given. Um, and that can be really challenging for them, and they're working through that. But obviously, this tournament really is still in its infancy, and there's a lot of work to be done there's conversations around whether or not you know there should be um, an Australian element to it, um, that we can involve both um, the New Zealand and Australian sides. There's a lot of growth um, that needs to be made there, and, and I think needs to be made fast, but it is great to see um, that uh, Opiki has started so well. It's really great, uh, particularly that Matatu Blues game down to the wire, like last 90 seconds it came down to. So it's good quality rugby that's being played, and I think we all want to see um more of our females uh, athletes highlighted and that's what um the women's game is all about being able to do that um, and it's just yeah it's been it it's been a great start to the tournament but there's a, there's a long way to go yet
0: right let's look at uh, a little bit more at the the, the Matatu uh, winning uh, 33-31 over the blues as you say uh, Rohai Demont uh, was able to tie the game as she uh, managed to land a kick on full time um, but what was uh, your uh, impression of the Blues? Are they going to be too reliant on Black Ferns' stars, or is there depth there?
1: I like to think that there is depth there, um, but they will be reliant on their Black Ferns, I guess, at, at the moment, at the early stages, While they because you think that the, the quality of rugby and the, the amount of rugby that's been played, they just haven't probably had enough in the build-up. So the Black Ferns are contracted all year round. Uh, to be playing and training and a lot of the of the women who make up the 90 other players you know the 90 players in that to- uh, competition um are, or do have other employment in other areas so um yeah i think they probably will be reliant on their blackbirds for a bit but there is there is there is hope that uh, they won't rely on them for the whole the whole of the, the campaign
0: Right, well we interviewed, or Logan interviewed uh, Brett Cole the other day, along with uh, his wife uh, Crystal Coa, of course they are the co-coaches of uh, Chiefs Manawa 53-21 over Hurricanes Poor in uh, game one there. Uh, just a continuation of last year it seems. Yeah, an absolute trouncing I mean,
1: Chiefs Manawa is a powerhouse um, and they certainly looked at um, there's no doubt about it. Although I did think the Hurricanes did a good job in that first half. I thought that they uh, played some good rugby, but just not enough, and, and, and Chiefs are showing um, their all-class you know, all and uh, experience, uh, being able to keep them off and then put that many points on them.
0: I would be thinking it wouldn't be a bad thing to include Australia at some stage for both countries. I don't really see too much of a downside to that, do you?
1: I really personally don't. I think that, um, you know, the more the merrier, certainly, uh, with Opiki, I, I just think it would be a bit of a no-brainer, really. Um, and, but, but then, I, I was talking to Gina Crampton, um, who obviously plays for the Silver Ferns, and she talked about the ANZ Premiership, which kicks off next week, and she was saying, once they uh, were no longer in a competition with Australia, our domestic netball became stronger, she felt, because they weren't contending with the Australian style of play. Um uh, I don't know if that has any sort of weight bearing on the on, on the game of rugby and how that might work. I think it would be a good thing, personally, and I'd to see at least conversations being had around
0: it. I, I would like to think also that um, some of our um, black fans. I mean, we're we're talking. Uh, you talked to Ruby too. We will get onto that interview very shortly. But um, there's one or two that uh, have just sort of taken a bit of hiatus after. Uh, the Rugby World Cup at a time where I thought the game might need them. I mean in, in Tui's case in particular um, she is such a high profile New Zealander now. Anything that she's attached to or anything she does tends to get a headline and that would include still playing.
1: Well uh, yeah, I think so. I think there's a lot of people disappointed to not see Ruby Tui back playing in Um I mean I, I don't think I'll ever forget her interview um, post-match when, when the Chiefs won all done but um, she when I interviewed her on the women's game she said that she felt like she was best served outside of the game at the moment trying to make change where she could be which is sad for, for rugby fans who want to see her in the mixer um, but yeah I, I know that a lot of the a lot of the, um, the stars of our Blackburn side were hoping that we would capitalise perhaps a little bit more on the success after that World Cup than we have um, and hopefully we can start to see some change soon. And, and I, I think the big one is probably starting with OPEC and how we get the, the tournament for longer and how we pay them more and how we can make sure that, that there is enough of a build-up because I think there was only three weekends of, of, of like proper training before they entered this tournament, which is not a lot. You think you've got to be right up to scratch with your contact. It is a contact sport. I mean, it's it's, it's a lot for the, for the body to go through, not not necessarily just the mind. It's, you've got a three-week build-up for
0: for that, um, that tournament. Right, okay. Um, just a cricket update. You might be interested. 75 for three uh, England at the moment. Uh, so we'll keep uh, yeah, everyone posted. Yeah, I saw that. yeah, 75 for three. So, uh, Now tell us about the women's game. Um, I, I, I love the concept. Tell us about where it came from and um, your first episode and what you've got coming up.
1: Well, it was a concept that, as we talked about for a wee while, Sierra Island really championed it at Sky Sport, and it's an opportunity for us to highlight um, uh, women in Aotearoa who are doing great things, um, great athletes, you know, wherever we can highlight what they're doing and how well they're going, we should, because it's that whole, if you can see it, you can be it, and there's perhaps not enough around all of our female athletes in this country. Um, so it's just an opportunity to get to talk to them. It's a half-an-hour show. It's on Sky Sport 1 on Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock. First episode last week was Rua hay and Ruby Tui, which is really great chat. We talked a lot about Opeki and things that they'd like to see going forward. This week is another cracker, if I do say so myself. Uh, we've got Chelsea Semple, Les Elder and Gina Crampton on. And uh, we sort of this, we cover all topics from pregnancy uh, right through to the playing of the game. And taking a break as an athlete, what it's like taking a break, because I don't know if you ever took a break in in your career, Smithy, but uh, more and more players are starting to do it now for their welfare, for their mental health, to give themselves an opportunity just to breathe and appreciate things. And Gina Crampton took some time out while she was away after we got bronze at the Commonwealth Games. She took some time out to go and see the world, which, as an athlete, you know all too well, Smithy. You go from your hotel room to the trainings to the games. You don't always stop and smell the roses. And there's a bit more of an emphasis on on doing that at the moment, which I I think is quite cool.
0: I took a break when the selectors suggested that I should, Uh, Laura, which was cool. Um, (laughs) But here's, here's... uh, the other thing about women in sport these days, of course, you, you can play as a mother. I mean, that, in, in my time, the, th- the thought of uh, of a woman uh, you know, having a baby, then going back to active participation in sport was almost unheard of. These days, of course, that is so much more a part of it. I would not, I would not know how many people, how many girls playing or women playing in Oupiki are actually mothers. I, I'd have no idea. But there's that element as well. I know in the Silver Ferns there's plenty of them.
1: Well, on the Hurricanes uh, team, there was a mother who had eight-month-old twins in the stands uh, watching and cheering her on. So it's definitely happening, and I think, you know, the likes of social media and what have you are, are making it easier for us to see. They're making these mothers who are out there doing it more visible. You know, I think of Leslie Murdoch, who's now the New Zealand cricket president. Um, you know, she had her babies while she was playing uh, cricket as well, when going away and coming back. More currently, it's, you know, was Amy Sattisway who really led the charge in cricket, and I know that that had a... Helped have a few changes to the old MOU um, and what 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 the maternity leave looks like in the in the White Ferns contract. But there, there, it's an amazing thing that we're only really it's twenty twenty three and we're only really talking about it now because women have babies. That's what, you know they they can do that and they can be athletes as well. And I love that it's being highlighted more and more now. Um, so Chelsea simple and both her and Les Elder are currently. Uh, are pregnant and Chelsea, particularly talking about what her comeback might look like, because she still she wants to be a mum, but she wants to play rugby as well. And and you know you know you know better than anyone. Smelly girls can do anything and everything. So um, it's, it's 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 really it's really cool. And I think a lot of the. You know, the rugby union will probably be starting to look at at, at what their maternity clause looks like in the contract as well, which can only mean good things for um, female athletes in this country. I always find it interesting, though, because I had my daughter, Harley, who's five now, at the same time as Valerie Adams had her first daughter, Kimoana. We had the same obstetrician, so we saw each other come and grow. Quite different uh, in lots of ways, the two of us. Um, And she... she, I wonder what it must have been like being an individual athlete in in those circumstances, having to come back, fight back, and and get tip-top shape to go and compete against the best in the world um, after you have a baby. It's it's a wild thing that your body goes through anyway, to have the baby and then to also go back to training so quickly.
0: Well, you're working alongside uh, Christina Reddy, who is uh, one of your producers there uh, at Sky. Uh, And I wonder how many shows are planned and um, what other guests you might have uh, or trying to line up uh, throughout uh, this first season.
1: So we've got Susie Bates is coming on next week, which I'm really looking forward to that chat. i um, really looking forward to finding out what she thinks uh, went wrong for the White Ferns over in South Africa after uh, they they played two not so great games, but then played two really great games. Which you know, as a as a cricket fan, Smithy, you you would have felt the frustration as much as I did watching them, knowing how how much better they can be and the investment that's gone into this team. Uh, and wanting them to do better, uh, and knowing they can do better. Um, so, Susie, I'm really looking forward to. We've got um, who else? we got we've got some people, uh, some females from LGP coming on to talk about what it's like being part of that team. I'm hoping to mm-hmm. get um, actually a, a, a male coach on the show at some point to talk about what it's like, you know, coaching women. There's always that perception that men should coach women. <laughs> well, maybe women should coach men. I don't know. Uh, so, look, we've got lots lots coming up, and um, I'm really I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Look, you've been involved in a couple of uh, World Cups recently with the Australian women's cricket team. I quite often say, I think in all the sport that I've uh, looked at and watched over the years, probably one of the most complete, if not the most complete um, sporting unit because of the way they seem to have every base covered and they're just so thorough about everything they do. What do you see um, about the Australian women's team that is so far and away above the rest of the world?
1: I think all of those things you just mentioned their professionalism, the way they go about their business when they turn up to the ground, everyone knows exactly what they're doing once the game starts, everyone knows exactly what their role is, it's just a clarity about the way they go out and conduct themselves on the field they know exactly what they need to do in that moment, they've got an unbelievable game awareness, no matter the situation, even if a team slightly put them under the pump, you know, there is a game awareness about the way they go about it that that I, I personally think the white men don't necessarily have or haven't shown that they have yet, which is you know, it'll, it'll come, you know that, but for, for, for me, it's, it's, it's that, the way that they just take on any team. And there's no fear either, um, the way they go about their business. And, uh, oh, credit to them. I, I don't know how they've kept it together for as long as they have, but boy, that's a lot of success under Meg Lanning. They have done an incredible job with that side.
0: Mother of uh, Harley, uh, mother of Teddy. Very busy uh, woman in, uh, professionally in your own right, but also uh, wife of uh martin Guptal, uh where is guppy what's he up to now because he's become a gun for hire what's his next project
1: yeah so i mean he still has aspirations to keep playing for new zealand when he is required and he hopes to do that at some stage soon um he's currently in pakistan uh, so uh he's enjoying it over there at the psl he's got an awesome hundred the other day um, which was really superb it was great to see him hitting those sixes straight down the ground that is the fastest way for him to get the meal he wants at dinner time. I'd say that for nothing. I do love a good sit down the ground. <laughs> um, and so he's in Pakistan for uh, until the end of March, and then he'll come home, and, and then we just go from there. We don't go too far ahead of ourselves at the moment. So it feels like we should go <laughs> month to month, if that, maybe week to week.
0: Fair enough, Laura. Absolutely great catching up with you. As I leave you, I can tell you that uh, it looks like Ollie Pope's just got out, so uh, Wagner's got him oh, 80 for four. Eighty for four. It seems
1: now.
0: Oh, we can do it now. Uh, I, I think we've had the perfect uh, first uh, hour coming up. Nearly only forty-five minutes. Three wickets. Um, I think we're a big chance. Get, uh, break this partnership between Root and Brooke. I think we become favourites. So keep an eye on that, Laura. Hey, thanks very much. Great totally catching ready. up with you. Sound you sound cool. Thank you,
1: Smithy. I really appreciate your time. You have a fantastic day.